Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is brought to you with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food, Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. It would be impossible for me to bring this delightful joy to people without Dr. Elsie's generosity. The 5th Annual New York Cat Film Festival will premiere this fall in New York City and then travel to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations. Please show your appreciation of Dr. Elsie's support by choosing their products whenever you can. What fun. I get to have Annie Butler Sheriffs here again to talk about her wonderful magazine, of which she's the executive editor, catster.com. Every week I get these great emails, and I urge you all to do the same. No matter how many things I cover on Cat Chat or in the Cat Bible or on Dog Talk and Kitties too, Catster always has something more and new and different to say and teach us about what cats do. Annie, I loved the the piece about chirping because you and I last time talked about the nine sounds that cats make, chirping being one of them. Tell me a little bit about cat chirping and what is known scientifically about whether it really is a cat's attempt to sound like a bird. Yeah, the the chirping is is usually when um, they're hunting something. Um, I've had kittens do it when they're hunting a toy. I mean, oh, cute. Um, so I think it's all part of you know the the instinctive uh, hunting um, and you know stalking everything that goes along with the hunting, um, and that that sound is is one of them. And and you know I have a hard time telling if it's them um, like giving themselves a pep talk. Maybe. Oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> You can do this. You can do come this. on, come on. You got it. I see the bird. We can do it. <laughs> um, or yeah, there is also that theory that they're trying to mimic what they're what they're stalking. Um, I don't know that that's been proven, but it's certainly it's certainly an interesting thought. Well, I think it's very um, human centric to say it because, as you said, right. your kitten would do it when stalking a toy, which is not anything like a bird. And cats no. stalk many other creatures like squirrels or lizards, uh, even a, a garden snake if there is one, and baby rabbits, and none of them chirp. Right. I think that's a human no. way of kind of trying to put an answer to something, which is simply a sound, as you said, of excitement, 
of enthusiasm, right. of being your own cheerleader. Yeah, and you know whether they're looking at a squirrel out the window or a bird out the window or stalking a toy. I mean, you know, it's it's all part of that prey drive, and they're excited and they're uh, you know they're really on the ball. They're really focused on it. Um, so again, whether it's a squirrel out the window or a toy mouse that just flew across the room, um, the sound is is pretty common no matter no matter what they're trying to chase. Well, I think what's one of the things I, I really appreciate about the online version of Catster.com, and nowadays online seems to be where most things live, whether they're print, yeah. print, print, print words with information or uh, radio shows people listen mm-hmm. online, i.e. podcast. But I think one of the great things about subscribing to Catster.com which I really do highly recommend to anybody and everybody who's interested in cats and loves them, is that you have, particularly with this article, some really great clips, some video clips. Maine Coon Cat, mm-hmm. insane chattering and chirping. Um, cat chirps like a bird, so funny. A number of them to, to sort of further describe. Well, it's like reading the New York Times or a, a, a normal newspaper that isn't 100% about cats. And you get video footage and you get coverage and you get, you know, the, the deeper dive into a story than you would just reading it in ink on paper. And I think that yeah. that's something that really makes Catster so valuable. Because you and I can say chirp, but like blue, there is no one blue, right? I say blue to you and you might be thinking a completely different blue than me. And right. chirping, not only do you and I maybe think of it as a different sound, but each cat has their own chirp, don't they? Um, well, yeah. I mean, every cat is an individual with, yep. you know, its own kind of, I don't know if voice is the right yes. word, but, you know, sure it is. voice quality. Yes. Um, yeah. So the, the videos help, um, even just a plain visual. I mean, I think we've got a couple pictures on here where um, the cat has its mouth open. Yes. In the, in the process of chirping, and even that is kind of a strange-looking stance for a cat. So, um, yeah, so the video audio definitely, definitely helps. Because, yeah, like you said, I mean, we can just explain why cats chirp, but um, it's a much better experience if you can actually see it in action. Yeah, so. and, and, and then you can, when you hear it, you then understand, oh, that's chirping. Yeah. Because also in the article... Um, it says that it does seem to occur as part of a feline's esteemed hunting tactics. So it also says that it's hardwired, and it's an ability that's hardwired because some cats are much more talkative than others. So while all of Mm -hmm. them are physically capable of making that sound, not all of them express it or express it, you know, exuberantly. Maybe they save it only for when they're really going to get the mouse. Yeah. (laughs) You've had so many cats come through your life. Have you found chirping to to be to run the gamut from none to a lot? Um, Yeah, there's a couple of my cats who just kind of look out the window. Look, there's a bird out there. Um, Others just go nuts. Yeah. Um, And what's really fun is watching the kittens do it because, you know, all of my cats are over the age of like seven. They range from, you know, 7 to 13. Um, getting the kittens in and watching these, you know, ridiculously cute little things do these innate behaviors yes, yes. Is, is just hilarious, you know. 
puffing up and making themselves look bigger if if they happen to see one of my adult cats. It's like, oh, you're so scary. <laughs> um, or, you know, watching a chirp. It's just, it, it, I, it's really amazing to watch these behaviors, whether they're like, you know, cleaning up, cleaning their paw in the water dish or hiding things or, like I said, puffing up, chirping, um, because we know that they're all, it's all instinctive and every cat does it. But to see it in these little tiny things is just, it's just so, so adorable sweet and funny. Well, I think it's, just, it's, why, kitten, tiger, it's why kitten cams are so appealing, you know, to just yeah. be able to watch kittens endlessly. Uh, someone yeah. who was on the show um, at some point who does a lot of kitten fostering and has one bathroom in her house that's just for the kittens um, and I thought this is so much work because, of course, and you've done it, some of them need bottle feeding and they all need so many things done for, to, and with them. And she said, mm-hmm. yeah, but when you come home from work, th- there's nothing that can make you happy like walking into a clouder of kittens. And that was just, nope. you know, I had never really thought of it that way. In fact, speaking of kittens, the the final thing that this article in Castor said was one theory claims that cat chirping is a way for a mother to corral her clouder of kittens to follow her. It's also said that cat chirping can be used in return by a kitten as an ear-catching way to get the mom cat's attention. Now, that makes a lot of sense. It makes almost more functional sense than just, oh, yippee, there's a mouse. Let me see if if I've learned how to hunt yet. Because you really have to let your mom know where you are if you got stuck under a bush. Right. And I mean, we, we know the thing about how cats don't normally meow to each other. Um, but, it, you know, they, they meow more toward people. Right. Can I have my lunch, please? Um, you know, that kind of thing. But they never walk up to each other and just, you know, meow. Um, but I think they learn to do that to get something from their moms because their mom will meow at them to get their attention or to... Um, you know, gather them up together. Um, but yeah, the the chirping, that's a very cool theory. Yeah, I, and again, it makes a lot I've of sense. I've never seen it myself in the nature of my house, but yeah, it totally makes sense. But when you're being a, a, a kitten foster mom, their mom isn't with them usually, right? No. So therefore, the you're the mom. You're yes, the replacement mom. mom. And they're also not stuck under a bush, which if you and all the great TNR people weren't so good, they would be stuck under the bush and maybe, you know, be someone else's lunch under there, which is why yeah. kitten fosters are the sort of the heroes of of the cat world. Annie, this has really been great. I think chirping should be given more attention by people who, who love and own cats because it teaches you more about what they're thinking, what they're doing, and it lets you imagine and fantasize the things that they're thinking and doing. And I think that's yeah. a fun part of being a cat owner, don't you? That you can, you engage yes. your own imagination to understand the mystery. Yes. And that's what we like. I mean, we just, we want to be able to communicate with them as best, as best we can. Um, so watching all of their, watching all of their activities and, and the sounds and everything and kind of, you know, assigning theories to them is, is fun. It's good for us. It's good for us and it's yes. good for the, the feline-human bond, which is, a, right. you know, a big important part of, of cat ownership for people who think Definitely. that their cat, they don't understand their cat or their cat doesn't understand them, just have to pay a little more close attention and listen out for the chirping. Thank you so much, yeah. Annie Butler-Sheriff. You're welcome. And Catster for all this great advice. 
Thanks for listening, and I also want to thank Wonderside for their support. It's a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your cats and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people. If you have cat problems or questions you'd like me to talk about on the show, please write me to Tracy at TracyHotchnerPets.com.